Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Football Ramble have teamed up with Audible.co.uk to offer you, our listeners, a free audiobook of your choosing. All you have to do is register for a one-month free trial to claim your free audiobook. There are over 60,000 to choose from. If you're in the UK, you can register at Audible.co.uk slash Football Ramble. The 30-day free trial means you can choose a free audiobook from sizzling biographies to the latest fiction or even classical works, which is yours to keep whether or not you decide to cancel in the trial period. Register now at audible.co.uk slash footballramble. Boys and Indians, welcome to the Football Ramble. Good to have you here. My name's Marcus and I've got three gunslingers with me. Jim. Hello. Pete. American Indians, thank you. And Luke. Alright. Hello boys. Right then, let's move straight on to the opening question. Wesley Snyder was recently talking about the tattoo he has of his wife on his stomach. If you had to get a tattoo of a footballer or someone in the world of football, who would it be, Jim? Bit of a risk, that isn't it? It is. I mean, you know, obviously you're going to be devoted to your wife. I would think. You don't, you know. Footballers, though, you never know. Yeah, true. He Um, he obviously loves her very much. Well, yeah, and good on him and his stomach. Um, (laughs) I would have a tattoo of like a ponytail going down my back, (laughs) and hanging off of it would be Roberto Baggio. (laughs) That's a good one. Actually, a pigtail though. No, he had a ponytail. No, yeah, it, was a, it wasn't a pigtail. Was pigtail. It? Sorry. Well, it, yeah. yeah, was that not like a rat's rat tail? Wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like that's a, what I'm saying. It was. Yeah. For when you, I thought you were going Dave Seaman. Yes. <laughs> no, when no. I first heard that, why well, I do not want semen on me at all. <laughs> <laughs> why couldn't you? Ha- why couldn't you have like a, a ponytail, Jim, and then you could have Roberto Baggio the back of his head on the your true, back, actually, and it yeah. could meet in the middle. His ponytail could sort of intertwine. Yeah. Well, yeah, well I'll change it to that. There you go. I'll sacrifice a perfectly good hairstyle. Ineligible for the points now. Outside interference. That's not a rule But it could be coming uh, Rule in next season Pete What have you got Uh, Carlos Tevez Would look good in green Because he looks a bit like Blanca Mm -hmm. Carlos Tevez Oh yeah So you've done that But you're not green No but the tattoo The tattoo would be green I like, like your, I like your degree, thinking there. See, like thinking, thinking about the future when it starts to fade a little yeah. bit. Mm. And I'm a man who has lots of stupid tattoos. Don't worry about it. You got the pirate from Monkey Island on your leg, haven't you? Yeah. I'm, I'm genuinely all concerned. in Monkey Island. So. I'm genuinely concerned Pete would actually get this tattoo. <laughs> it's not, it wouldn't even be the worst yeah, tattoo he's got. Even. No. Look what you're going for. Um, Carlos Valderrama, pubis. <laughs> Work. And, I am, and I've seen your testicles on more than one occasion. <laughs> we all have. I ta- speaking of that, I'll tell you what we haven't heard from for a while. Testicle Matt. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, no, been, it's, it's been a long while. Yeah. Testicle Matt. Is he still yeah. knocking about Mexico, Mexico City? remember? Yeah. yeah. Well, we wish him and his balls well. Yeah. yeah. So, you're, yeah, so your um, pubals would be the hair. Yeah. 
Like it. Yeah, yeah. Carlos Valderrama. There's a lot of room down there to get his face on. <laughs> yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have a tattoo of Roy Hodgson. Up yours, everybody. Now, <laughs> let's move on to the Premier League. Um, no man- one get the points? No. Oh, blimey. Uh, Pete, you've got the points. <coughs> birthday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it it is. Birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Pete. Thanks, yeah. But you did, you did deserve the points because you actually thought about it and you are the most qualified out of all of us to talk about tattoos. Mm. Luke's got a couple, but Pete's got more. Yeah, true. Uh, Premier League. Manchester City have beaten Manchester United in one the league final. <laughs> <laughs> in the grand league final. Way off. Yeah. Anyone else thinking about killing himself now that uh, it's over? Nothing yeah. to live for now, is there? <laughs> we, we've we've literally just come off the back of watching it. I mean, it was um, it was drab. Frankly, wasn't it? it wasn't a great it was game. And United were just listless. Just really, really. They didn't seem to know what the stakes were. About as sloppy as I've seen a United side in a very yeah. Very I was yeah. so sorry. Man United side Yeah Unbelievable I'm sorry to say it Manchester United fans But those points Dropped at home to Everton Yeah Yeah. If I was a United fan I'd be to bite you in the rectum Oh my giddy aunt But uh, Luke you were saying You felt Ferguson Almost bottled it no, that's probably a bit strong. I'm a huge fan of Ferguson, as you all know. Yeah. But I, I don't know yeah, why. Obviously, he, that's not right to word it like that. But the, the, rationa- well. the rationale behind it was presumably that um, Nani had given Clichy a horrible time mm. earlier on in the season, so that's why he didn't pick Valencia. But I'd have picked Valencia all day. He's such a good deliverer across with the ball, and Rooney really relies on him as well. I, I don't know statistics off the top of my head, but Rooney thrives on Valencia's delivery, and I'd have, and I'd have been surpri- I was surprised that he didn't pick him. Well, especially if he's, he played Rooney up top, yeah, on his own, it looks a bit isolated. So, didn't exactly, he? but if you're going to do that, surely you've got to put Valencia in there. And yeah. what about Park as well? Yeah, well, Park mm. was you know presumably in there for his industry, but there was a, a real lack of urgency from all of the players, and that uh, nobody sort of. Uh, Kind of escaped from that. I suppose Phil Jones was tearing about quite a bit at the end. He put in a shift, I suppose. But it was just, as I say, it was as if they didn't really know what the stakes were. They seemed to, almost, weirdly, seemed overawed by the occasion, which I d- did not see coming at all. Rooney didn't have the ball at all. No, he was poor it. when he had it as well. It was, it, was, it, was, it was a lot of sloppy passing, giving away needless throws. Just th- they didn't seem to be thinking about their passes a lot of the time. They just give it away before they'd even realise they'd mm. passed it. There was a situation, sort of ten minutes from the end, where City were obviously a goal up. Um, great powerful header from company excellent leap as mm. well um, really atoned for his sending off earlier on in the season you know uh, against United but um, there was a situation about 10 minutes from the end where traditionally you'd really expect United to be turning the screw piling yeah, right. the pressure That's and right. it was City piling the pressure on mm. and, and even United's forays into the into the box towards the end Nothing. seemed a little bit half-hearted Nothing. didn't they Joe Hart didn't have a thing to do really. no not really the difference between the, the, the two teams on the break as well you know Manchester City just looked a little bit more focused they had a little bit more room than than Manchester United and just Man United just they just didn't want to seem to get the ball out of their own half <laughs> and Toure is like a combined half stuff <laughs> in the middle of the pitch when he gets going but I think, I think one of those games it's such a high profile match it was largely a stalemate and it's just th- the margins yeah. it's just uh, somebody just peeling away from a marker in a set piece and that's boom, that and that's the game settled well I think the, con- the contrast the perfect contrast is the late corner they had where Ashley Young failed to beat the first man oh. it was just really really poor and Young's poor got delivery. good delivery yeah, normally has, but it was just you know City they made the, those, those little things count as you're saying it's those fine margins I just got half and you're not normally you can't normally level this at Ferguson to be fair to him throughout his career by and large he's had a magnificent um, career yeah of course he has. You couldn't normally level this at him, but I just sort of think he half thought, you know what, if we don't lose this game, we're in business. Yeah. And if we, if we get a point mm. out of this, we'll be okay. Mm. And it wasn't enough. And what, and what happened was when City went ahead, you know, we're always struggling. They're always mm. struggling. But City was so solid. It was, it was one of those games where Rooney and everybody 
Every channel they go down, they're blocked off. Yeah. Every try they try, every time they try and create something, it doesn't happen. Yeah. This way, that way, City bang bang blocked it and because they, they got the goal. It was yeah. so crucial for City that they got the goal. I mean, City did look slightly more likely to go for, but I thought actually United defended quite well. And you just wonder if that goal hadn't gone in. Well, it, what it, the it, second half would have looked. For, for me, the, the best United sides have been swashbuckling sides. They yeah. go out there and they roll teams over. Now I know City are a good team, but I just think that maybe Ferguson just thought. Player for player, they're, they're better than us, and we know that. And away from home, we need to keep it tight, and, and it, it backfired. Mm, I think City isolated Wayne Rooney very well, they and did. that was key to the, the whole strategy for their but game. Giggs looked really. off the pace as well, weirdly. Mm-hmm. Starting with Giggs and Skulls and such a high intensity yeah. game as a gamble as well, which didn't pay off. Giggs, Skulls, and Carrick. Mm. There was yeah. not a pace in midfield when you compared no. to some of those players. They've got the yeah. City. Have got but there's a lot of football to be played. I mean, we're, we almost caught ourselves because we watched the game together. Caught ourselves thinking, well, that's it now. But there's still mm. two games. Effectively, four games left. Two games each. Yeah. A lot can happen between now. Because you watch it on Sky, that's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my God, it's yeah. the end of the universe. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Kiss your loved ones. We don't have homes to go to. But um, <laughs> but the big match now. All attention is on Manchester City when they go away to Newcastle. Mm. Your boys could ever say in the time <laughs> who were listless against Wigan. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. But I don't their away form's been a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. You know, they lost five 0 at Fulham as well. So yeah. I think there are different propositions. Five, five, five two, it was five two. Is it? Oh, have, they not, have they not lost? Have they not won six on the bounce going to that game though? They'd find an awful lot of games going into But Wigan, Wigan are very much with their tails up, though, lest we forget. Mm, yeah. but, uh, but Wigan yeah. finally have clicked, haven't they, it seems. With, with we, Man we City were about going, a, going um, away to Newcastle, you know, they're going to be coming off the back of uh, a possible defeat against Chelsea away. I can't see us doing much at home with a, a side like that, to be quite frank. Yeah, it'll be tough for Newcastle. Yeah. But, but, I mean, uh, that said, if Newcastle beat Chelsea, which could happen... Yeah. You know, it's, it's a different ball game. I'd rather I'd rather have United's games than City's games. Yeah, absolutely. and then and then never never underestimate. I mean, QPR, City have got home on the last day. Of course, you'd fancy City. But QPR needing to stay up, I'd imagine. Come that they've come nicked that day. one nilers recently. You know? yeah. yeah, big Bobby Z. I could do it. <laughs> Just yeah, the way they and play. Straight on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come to that. All right, don't jump the I'd gun. Like, I'd like a celebration to be pulling his boarding pass out of his sock. Yeah. Just waving it around. <laughs> I'm after Ukraine. I'm, I'm the anti Jim Bonder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we're just going back to Wigan 4 Newcastle 0. Um, I yeah. thought Franco De Santos' goal was, I'd go as far to say, one of the goals of the season. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. it's incredible technique. How dare he? <laughs> <laughs> but um, on, on that uh, train of thought, Suarez. One of the goals of the season yeah. against Norwich City. It's not as good three as Crouches. Brilliant goal. <laughs> well, it wasn't as good as Crouches. Do you not think? It was a the, great goal. The keeper should have had some say in that goal, I think. Or more of a so say. So you're going Crouch, unless there's an absolute blinder in the last. Crouch's goal didn't touch the ground from goalkeeper to, to volley, and it was a volley from the corner of the penalty area. That was at full If you say it like that, <laughs> they're, they're both great goals. I, I love, great goals. I love the, the balls of the Suarez goal. You know, it's just to even dare to do that. Because he had Gerard in loads of space, they could have done sort of cross. Half one two quite easily. You can actually see Gerard's, went, nah, yeah. Gerard's this. body language changes as, as when Suarez shoots. He kind of lifts his head back as if he's like, Argh! yeah, and he's like, you're lucky, yeah, <laughs> because he tried to dink over the keeper, didn't he? He should yeah. have made it three nil um, <laughs> earlier, at, uh, Suarez. But uh, he was unplayable. He, yeah. he was at his very best against Norwich. Completely unplayable. I didn't know what to do with him. And this, well, he's it, a world class forward. It was well, obviously, re- but when he's like that, he's mm. it was reminiscent of when they faced City and they just look mm. at each other going, what are we doing with this? It's the same with Suarez. The difference. Norwich have stepped up a lot of their players who've played at a lower level going into this season have stepped up admirably nine times out of ten they've done they've had an excellent season by their own standards but it just shows you when you've got the money to, to buy that sort of player when he's on form when he's on song mm. completely unplayable Norwich have clocked off a bit as well <clears throat> they're they, on the beach uh, yeah, yeah. they don't look 
they don't look interested, do they? Well, they're on, on not, holiday. But... Didn't start Holt. That's what happened. <laughs> um, Swansea, though, a funny result for them. Obviously, they've mm. had a great season. Can't take that away from them. But uh, four, four, one was it or three? Yeah, one? They were four one up at one point. Four all in the end. Wolves with an uncharacteristic comeback. <laughs> Wolves, always the same, isn't it? When teams go down, they've got nothing to yeah. play for. They, well, they because free the pressure's gone, isn't it? Exactly. So they can actually go out there and enjoy it. It's like well. Manchester City. They haven't won the title, according to Man- Mancini. Yeah. And so they've gone out <laughs> and, and got there and enjoy yourselves. Yeah. And 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 they certainly did. Um, uh, so uh, big scores are back 4-4 and, and Chelsea certainly racked up a few against QPR Torres mm. with a hat-trick they were magnificent weren't they well, I think what was really impressive about um, Chelsea in that game in particular is the contrasting style um, compared to how they played against Barcelona and to, to, to Arsenal to a degree as well it's you know Di Matteo's shown a real sort of Dynamism to, to mm. how he's having, having the team play. They've got a couple of different sort of modes of yeah, I uh, agree with that. Yeah. Sort of tactics almost. So they I mean, flip between them quite easily. Yeah, yeah. they really do, really do because they just it's almost like they turn into a big brick wall if they have to. But if, you know, mm. they're like a transformer. <laughs> uh, do we think Torres is back now? Well, he certainly was good in that game. His confidence is clearly back. Yeah, that's right. 20 mil. I was thinking, I'd be so annoyed if I was a QPR fan because I imagine Mark Hughes would have impressed upon this team. Look. It's a massive, massive chance. This is going to be after the Lord's Mayor show here. Mm. We could, we could really spoil <laughs> this party because they're going to be deflated after the adrenaline come down of, of, yeah. of, of, the, of, the, of the achievement they've had in Barcelona. And we're fighting for our lives. Let's get amongst it. And what is it? Thirty seconds in, they can see the goal. I mean, um, you're so just but, devastated. But that's your squad there. rotation, though, isn't it? Ferreira's playing right back. He's yeah. given yeah. Bosingo a run out centre back. I don't know why that is. Maybe because yeah. he thinks he might have to play the final centre yeah. back. We'll talk about um, that. What about like? Later. I mean, looking at like teams that are almost down. Blackburn, not a shot on target or something. Oh, yeah, oh, entire match, incredible. What right. the thing is with the Blackburn thing. You know, you need to win the game. You need to at least get a point, and there's no point setting up like that to the point where if you concede, you're eff- effectively finished mm. because you, the way you, the style of football they play, they have a single shot on goal. Steve Keen look, um, said after the game, like um, you know, people have written us before and we've bounced back. You haven't. Yeah. You're, in the, you're in the relegation zone still You haven't bounced, bounced back up and Steve down That's, yeah. Where you were sitting <laughs> Not many games left Steve no. they've, they've, they've Really got to get a handle yeah, on this now I don't think you can bounce back In two or three games can you I think Blackburn have got the thing is Blackburn are at home to Wigan next, but they've Ooh. got Chelsea away on the last day of the season. Yeah, so I fear for them. That's why that Tottenham game is so important. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but Aston Villa—they've played themselves into relegation, haven't they? Back yeah. certainly. I mean, blimey. Yeah, I mean, McLeish is his reputation surely just in tatters forever now, isn't it? He's gone either. He came to England like thinking it, it might be quite a big deal because he done well at Rangers. I like how you say came to England that. like he was uh, overseas. Well, you know, <laughs> it, it was in a different country. Look, I mean, it's, it's too easy to sort of bash the SPL as we do loads for it, fun. <laughs> McLeish, but, um, <laughs> I don't know, but, he'll well, get his opportunity to <laughs> manage at his level in the championship. <laughs> <laughs> he won't. He won't. I'm <laughs> the defender of the SPL on this show, and I'm going to do it now. Uh, McLeish, he was. He, had a good time at the Hibs obviously at Rangers as well and he did pretty well for Scotland so, oh, you know, and he's now a Premier League relegation specialist <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. he's found his niche well you know but what about the man in the other dugout, Marcus? What, Roy Hodgson? Yeah, there's your um, Not that much. Yeah, uh, you know, another... <laughs> What's another, he up to? Another clean sheet. The What's he up to these oh, days? He, he's going to lead us to glory. Is he? <laughs> oh, he's gonna lead, the boy. He's going to lead us to Ukraine. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, otherwise known as glory. Right, OK. Yeah. <laughs> just, to expl- to, just to describe Marcus in four words around this whole Hodgson Ringen thing, dog with two dicks. <laughs> mm. I can't get enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> A pig in Y Hodgson shit. Yeah. I couldn't believe my luck. 
Yeah. I tell you, Uncle like, Why, you're delighted, aren't you? I Look am you. delighted. Your little yeah. face. 20, 30 years in the making. <laughs> <laughs> I was beating that drum in the late 90s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, Keegan? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Roy looks as though he's. I mean, at the time of recording, it's, it's nearly done. Very it close to being done. But uh, the media, most of the fans and players he won't survive the Euros he'll be hounded <laughs> out of town with pitchforks and uh, do you think after the first group game he'll be gone well yeah. the worst thing about all this is it's almost like you know he's going to be chewed up and spat out by the yeah. media over pampered egotistical players mm. he's just going to be completely left out to dry that's the, that's the horrible thing about it you know the, mm. the, the project in its entirety should be Working with uh, the younger generation, exactly. even at twenty six, twenty seven, like dealing with Wayne Rooney's right. uh, like craziness right. on, on or off the pitch. That's not his job. It should be just dealing with Stuart Pearce and working with the the younger set of players. It's ridiculous that, that anyone's got any sort of of course a, a idea that we're going to get anything out of this next. The, this is yeah. this I actually finale. I think there's a good appointment with I mean, we, we we did talk about Redknapp, and I don't think Redknapp would have been a bad appointment. Of course, I mean, I think we talk about him being a short termist. I think for the Euros, he would have given us a bit of a lift one thing and another but Hodgson I think they're looking at the bigger game here and I, I hope that's the case I think the case is simply that they won't have to pay any compensation for Roy Hodgson yeah well my, my, my is that as well but it I would mean, have been yeah. about 10 million for Redwood well, well it's yeah I was going to say it's interesting isn't it people say well I can't believe it's not Harry but we, you don't know what's happened behind closed doors you know the, if the FA go to Daniel Levy and say you know as you say Jim we'd like to speak to Hodgson well you're not going to sorry yeah you know you, that'll cost you 10 million or whatever yeah. right, and okay. then they send James Anyway, yeah, exactly. but they're not going to—they're not going to suddenly announce. Oh, Redknapp, we can't talk to him. They want to keep that quiet because yeah. then the next man they approach doesn't look as though it's oh well he's second best. Yeah, and and and, and Levy doesn't want it all. Oh, I, I didn't want to talk people to talk to Redknapp because especially this thing's derailed us enough as it is. So you I th- don't I know think, what's gone on. I think Levy would have been happy for Redknapp to go. Do you I think? think? I think he'd have done a deal. Uh, for me, it, the, the way it's made me feel a little bit uncomfortable is, is the fact that people seem to be completely deriding what Hodgson's achieved. Yeah, and because he was a yeah, had a poor time at Liverpool for, for lots of reasons and, and, he, and he was a part of the blame for that but mm-hmm. it wasn't completely down to him but if you look at the, the, the sort of salient points you've already brought one up Jim which is that he's going to be free for, for the FA to hire which is a consideration they spent a lot of money on Wembley and a lot of money on St George's Park the other thing is he will take an interest in St George's exactly, Park exactly that's mm. the thing Redknapp has never really been in, and I don't mean to you know, sort of dig out Redknapp this is a, this is a fact Redknapp's never really been interested in um, in the long term view of things He's mu- especially more recently in his career you could argue slightly at West Ham he was interested in bringing players through but that's only because of Tony Carr's influence mm. he's not ever taken a real overly mm-hmm. keen interest in, in that sort of thing um, also he won't move to London he likes to live on the south coast he, he commutes yeah. so that's, that's a consideration as well but is that not um, less of a problem for the national team than it is for Tottenham I, I, but I would argue possibly that, that but he's an ambassadorial role Jim he needs to be yeah. in and around it as well you know and, and also like you know you, you get the feeling that Hodgson's dare I say a little bit of a harder worker he's oh, of off, 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 off the field he's, well Redner doesn't he's, coach mate Redner doesn't coach I think you're right and I think that was one of the things about Capello wasn't it that people just maybe you know and Sven and a couple of other England managers that go around watch a few games enjoy London and, and to be honest, Whereas as Luke says Hodgson will be up At the, the, the new school of excellence He will be taken an interest yeah. He revolutionised the game Well m- maybe that's slightly strong But he certainly had a huge influence In the de- development of the game in Sweden He knows what it's like To get in the grassroots He yeah. sits on a lot of technical panels That sort of thing yeah. By the way also Just, just to finish up before, before you can he, What's wrong with having Hodgson As an elderly statesman of the game As someone who's been around As, as experienced World Cups And international football And bringing someone through Much like they do in Germany with mm. Which well, Yogi loves well, I was about to say, Yogi Love, biggest club he managed was Stuttgart. Okay, big club. He's won the German Cup and he won the Austrian Championship with Innsbruck. 
He's not a yeah. glowing CV to manage Germany. Yeah. One of, yeah. if not the most successful team, a European with, with the, team. What's he won? Exactly. With the greatest of respect to England, though, we're not. No, uh, we're, yeah. we're not. We're not. We're not Liverpool. Well, we so are West Brom. <laughs> we are Fulham. Yeah. 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 We're, we're a team full of shitty players who can overachieve if we try. Yeah. So you know, yeah. in that way, he's a great manager. But we never try. <laughs> <laughs> but someone made a glorious point on Twitter. Forgive me. Forget what it was. It was kind of like. Of what? So people are saying Hodgson's only achievements are taking you know a couple of average teams and doing good things about to the England. You yeah, know, it's, yeah. that's it. Exactly. I do wonder from Hodgson's point of view though, because the, the Liverpool experience must still be quite fresh in his mind, and this is going to be that times a billion. Just wonder, mm. would he want to put himself through all that again? Well, obviously, he's up for it. For me, he has said on record. But he's not going to leave West Brom in then for a, for a short time short term job, is he? No. No. But what I'm saying, if he can get through the Euros without losing his mind, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I think we've got a d- we've got a decent. Uh, Chance at uh, building something special. To, uh, mm. to to be honest, his his position on it seems to have softened because this on the on the you'd be crazy to take it sort of line. He has said in the past on record, Hodgson, ages ago, many many years ago, that you'd be mad to take that job. I, I wouldn't want yeah, to take he did, it. Yeah. Mm. But recent, more recently, he said, you know, he's a proud Englishman. He'd like to do it. That's right. I hope the media don't chew him up and spit him out again. Assuming he gets the job, if, if as Pete says, if he can get through the Euros. You know, get, I don't know, get to the quarters and, and maybe mm-hmm. be unlucky. Then it can at least hopefully impress a sort of long term mentality on the game. Yeah. Right. And we're not Germany now, but there's no reason we can't produce players if we do it correctly in 10, 12, 15 years' time. As we mentioned after the World Cup in 2010, if we put the infrastructure there, hopefully St George's Park will be funded properly and mm-hmm. won't be closed down again and that sort of thing. We may produce these players through in 10, 12, 15 years' time, and Hodger can be a big part in their development. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. Last time we had a lovable uncle as England manager, it was Bobby Robson. That's right. <laughs> yeah. We all loved how that turned out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, Glorious defeat, again. Yeah. <laughs> but better than before. It's like, comfort. It's like putting on an old jumper, isn't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I did quite like what Henry Windsor said. He said, Roy Hodgson is a broadsheet man in a tabloid world. So we uh, wait with bated breath what. Uh, the media and co will say about Hodgson when he is or, or looking like baiting be- being the operative word you know. <laughs> it's, it's funny Neil Ashton at the Sun said um, I think he's at the Sun tabloid uh, journalist said uh, deadpan not even joking on a, on a TV show uh, last week someone asked about the England job mm. and Redknapp and this was before this Hodgson thing came out and mm-hmm. deadpan he went yeah I can't believe the FA haven't employed the man the media want <laughs> it's like it's not really about that though is it yeah. well, that's, a, that's the thing that makes me laugh my head off I've not met a single person maybe I speak to the wrong I people no, the who right, you speak to the right people the right people <laughs> Xbox Live it's just <laughs> Xbox Live isn't it? Yeah. but it's just like uh, the, I can't believe they haven't employed the people that the, the fans want who are these fans yeah. Yeah. I think I think most people fans that in the last week yeah. I think a lot of people <laughs> do want Red now but, but I think a lot of people thought it was a foregone conclusion because yeah. the media think they pick the manager yeah absolutely yeah. And the team. When McLaren was England manager, he said you can't drop Steven Gerrard, even though you want to, because yeah. he goes in there. You've got, a, you've got. A, don't get me wrong. I was, McLaren wasn't a great England manager. We know that. But he said you, you have a system. You line up. Twenty minutes in, Gerrard gets a bit bored. I'll run over there. I'll run after the ball, and the whole thing yeah. gets pulled out. You can't drop Gerrard because the media will pan you, and they will lose mm. you your job quicker than so you would just. Well, this is it, isn't it? They've, <laughs> because they sack the England manager, they, yes. they think that they've got the right to appoint them exactly. As well and that is one of the things that's really pleased me. It's a massive two fingers and up yours. The big, the big question is whether Hodgson can get the best out of Lampard and Gerrard in the middle. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> That's what we all want to hear. Indeed. I want a back three. I'm sitting waiting. Oh, yeah. dear. Back three was a more up front. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Left wing, Sammy Amiobi. <laughs> <laughs> he's only got his under 21s. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Move this on because he's got many. Yeah, yeah, wonder, wonder what'll happen if he wants John Terry as his captain. Be yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, right, so we have to move on to uh, what's been going on in the rest of the uh, English Football League. Uh, the Championship, Southampton are promoted. They are. At yeah. last. Emphatic victory against the Coventry City team who played all their children. Yeah. <laughs> well, Nigel Atkins is a good man, I think. You think? Not bad for an ex-physio, is he? <laughs> right, That's true. Good. That's yeah. what he started off as, yeah. yeah. He, just, he looked genuinely drained and happy. He and really just, did. He looked like he just wanted a nice, a nice beer and a sleep. Well, look, all, all joking aside, they've been, I mean, along with Reading, who we went great yeah, down, Southampton yeah. have been the second... Well, in the top two teams in the division, they deserve, yeah, they the they deserve it absolutely. Yeah, Watching the West Ham West Ham game was very strange because they were winning and yet it felt comp- just utterly like they were losing. They've only got themselves to blame, haven't they? Yeah, they really have. They the just game? took the foot off. The, you know, they just. You know, they took their eye off the ball almost yeah. just too often. So a lot of silly draws. And they that sort of been wins. They started to get sort of a bit stuck in the mud around at home over that period of time, and the fans mm. were on their back a little bit. Um, but but they, what they, happens at Upton Park? Yeah, apparently so. They beat Hull City, who I think Nick Barmby might have been sacked. He's certainly been suspended. No, he's, he's been suspended yeah, for, yeah. for giving like. Uh, did you hear he's the interview? He's just sort of gone. We need investment. Bottom line is, um, I couldn't sign a striker when I needed to sign a striker. That's the bottom line. It's just one of those things we need. We need to be backed up uh, as we're trying to do on the field, and it was just. Yeah. Such, and did, now he's been suspended. But didn't he, didn't he say people need to start doing what they say they're going to do or something like that? It was a little oh, bit snotty, yeah. but, yeah. but it wasn't sackable. Yeah, but it wasn't think, that. Bad. You think of the ego of a, of a football club owner. Mourinho at Hull City would last five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Put it that way. Yeah, I think their fortunes would be slightly different. Yeah. Get yourself on the pitch, Barnby. Yeah. 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 Well, he's playing for a reason. I was going to say, I think there's still a bit of life there. Um, uh, so uh, it, it's West Ham versus Cardiff isn't it third v sixth yep. yeah and then the players Birmingham, from Birmingham Blackpool, versus yeah. Blackpool who do we fancy just quickly Birmingham Birmingham Pete uh, I would like to see yeah Birmingham I'd like to see Blackpool do it well. I'd like to see Blackpool yeah. as well back up um, you can guarantee that uh, have you seen Hewton's hair it's magnificent it's a beautiful is that right it's gone proper black and white now oh it has right, yeah. right down the middle <laughs> Jim was obsessed with it for a bit but yeah. now it is gone brilliant oh, he's a good man Hewton actually I wouldn't want to see Birmingham back in just for his sake. Now let's go to League One, where Preston uh, drew two all with Charlton. Charlton, I thought we we're going to get the hundred points. Mm. Mm. Uh, they still got chance. They got uh, Pete Donaldson's Hartlepool, otherwise oh, known yeah. as Hartlepool, on the last day of the season. But it was nice to see Preston uh, with their 90th minute equaliser scored by Graham Alexander in his last game before his retirement. It was fitting mm. in, fitting end oh, to oh, a he great was just career. Delighted, wasn't it? it was Absolutely such a beautiful. Moment. A nice for a kick as well. His one hundred thousandth game, I think. It the, was. Cr- the crowd went absolutely mad. Yeah. I've never said because there was a great bit of YouTube footage of someone's filming it from the crowd, and it's like an earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going completely mad. I love crowd footage. Yeah, it's the best thing. Ever. It goes on for like a full minute as well. <laughs> and at one point, the guy just turns around and film himself, and he's just smiling really broadly. He turns it back. <laughs> yeah, he, he wants to get in on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sheffield United drop point. I said this, Stevenage. Mm. I, s- I said that Wednesday would struggle at Brentford who were good at home and Sheffield United should beat Stevenage yeah. and the opposite happened it, it has Wednesday more Stradamus United one game <laughs> left uh, last day Sheffield Wednesday home to Wickham uh, and Sheffield United away to Exeter City Wickham and Exeter already down along with Chesterfield and Rochdale so you would fancy Sheffield Wednesday well they're a point ahead anyway aren't they so yeah that's what I'm saying yeah, yeah. Hands, so, yeah. so you would fancy it no, yeah. Wickham are called the chair boys yeah right. they are yeah always yeah. makes me laugh right? chair boys yeah the chair Boys. <laughs> yep. Rubbish. <laughs> yep. <laughs> League two. Shrews. Shrews, shrews, shrews. Friend of the Ramble, Murray James. 
unbeaten at home all season. Hey. It's not a bad season ticket, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful scenes there. there. Um, and of course, Swindon beat Port Vale 5 Nil. And Decano finally cracked a smile. Did he? Yeah, yeah. He predicted it a little while ago, didn't he? Yeah. That his team would win. I think they were fourth when he predicted it. More I like. have won this league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next season we will win it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sad to see uh, Macclesfield uh, were relegated with Hereford and Barnet. Uh, the only two contenders left for that last relegation spot. It's not it's really contenders, nice maybe not the yeah. Yeah. right word. <laughs> well, yeah. And of course, before we leave the United of Kingdom, we've got to mention uh, Celtic uh, beating Rangers 3 0 in style. Yeah. Uh, Lovely diving header as well for their opening goal. Yeah. To kind of, well, not quite wrap up the season yet, but certainly they would have enjoyed that in a, in a great year. For An them. extra kick in the balls to Rangers. Basically, <laughs> yeah. That's what that was. That, Celtic fans unveiled a massive Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse banner. <laughs> oh <my laughs> it was massive. It's terrifying <laughs> as well. <laughs> saying that they're coming for you or something like that. It's awful I to see. Really R- Rangers can't afford banners. <laughs> <laughs> can we? Can we Recycle that. You, <laughs> you finished with that? <laughs> um, right, off to La Liga, where Real Madrid are on the brink of the title. They beat Sevilla 3 0, and Barcelona beat Rio Vallecano 7 0, proving that they're not crap. <laughs> uh, but uh, both teams went out in the Champions League semi finals. Let's have some yeah. Champions League semi final chat, gentlemen. Chelsea, unbelievable. I know it was last week, but we've got to talk yeah. about it. Magnificent, wasn't it? It's yeah. incredible. With 10 men. Bizarre decision from 10. Firstly, yeah. During the game, Jeff Shrews went down to talk to him. We'll come back to what he did after <laughs> oh, the game. I'm sure. <laughs> um, and he said that John Terry had said, "I." Oh, it was just, just something about you know he went to run in one direction or something weird like that, and he, it was an accident. And I'm not, I'm not that sort of player. Not blah, that blah, blah, blah. And Gary Neville and Martin Tyler. <laughs> it was worse than that, mate. He, he said Alexis Sanchez checked his run. I was off balance on the wrong foot, and so I. I, I and he was said something like, "None of that happened." I was, no. I was absolutely. That confused why I'd been sent off I couldn't believe it had happened he needed a replay to show himself yeah, what he had yeah. done this oh, explains a lot paper. about John Terry oh no he's it? a fucking liar <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's what it well, is Gary, Gary Neville said at the time now he's going to have to revise that afterwards yeah. I thought it was great I'm, I'm just calling him out like on that. it don't work yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Class, isn't but, yeah he really is uh, I mean, he's been a highlight of the season <laughs> really um, and yeah but Terry after the game was like oh well you know I've you know, I've no complaints I've seen it again like, you did it you were there to be fair I've seen the replay it does look bad. No, but the thing is, he Why did, did you see a replay? It didn't go. You <laughs> should know. You were in it. You tried to do him. Yeah. He didn't go so far to say, like, I've said it again, no complaints. He starts off by sort of saying, I lean back. I did the similar sort of thing. I just mm. put my leg up a little bit because he was leaning into me. And it's like, no, you the great, didn't. The great, the great thing about Terry is he's such an alpha male. Mm. And I don't necessarily <laughs> mean this in a bad way. I mean, it's up to people's opinions what they think of that. But he makes everything all about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only did he, when, even when he apologised, and mm. then later on in the programme notes for the QPR game he said oh well I'm man enough to know when I've made a mistake and I've made a mistake so I'll oh admit my. it yeah. you know, I don't mind I'll say it you know, and it's like it's all about him do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. stop boasting Which, about having we, been a dick how are you even doing that yeah well I don't exactly, it's exactly what it feels like he's doing but at the same time it, more seriously it actually detracts from what was an excellent performance by Chelsea mm, right. and all those other players on the pitch who, who ran their hearts out and beat this, oh this, my goodness yeah. most people would agree certainly in the top two teams in world football mm-hmm. and, and they'd beat them in their own backyard with 10 mm. men well, they, well, they, they, on they, aggregate do you know what I mean they drew they didn't lose the game I yeah. forgot that after yeah. I thought my goodness they've gone through an away goal I was like 
I think they came back from 2 0 down <laughs> yeah. Yeah. to draw 2 all with 10 men. That was a fantastic well, goal from Ramirez as well. Yeah, oh, oh beautiful. Mm. Wonderful goal. Didier Drogba checking Danny Alves' runs. I, never thought, I just thought <laughs> yeah. football's gone crazy. Didn't they have about 20% possession or something like that? Yeah, I, yeah really it was like tiny. I, know, I know I made, because of the Champions League but I did make the same noise that Gary Neville made when yeah. Torres got it. Drogba's so important to them in those sort of yeah. games because defensively he's an mm. absolute colossal monster. <laughs> but the, yeah. the funny thing was about the Torres goal was he picked up the ball and I like I'm sure most of the population got sucked in and were supporting Chelsea <laughs> and uh, and I was thinking hoof it get rid yeah. and he and he tried to jinx in between the two players and he lost it and it went back into the Chelsea box and I thought what I was are you going, doing you idiot yeah. mm. and and actually he then doesn't try to get back which is why he's in that position which is why he's in that position and he's he's probably gone well oh yeah, yeah but <laughs> all right then but Marcus at one point towards around that sort of goal yeah. Barcelona were playing with like six midfield players and four strikers they weren't yeah, playing yeah, any yeah. defenders well Chelsea yeah. were playing well like, only lined up with three to start with yeah. Chelsea were kind of playing like a, what, a six three but it was a 10 it was a yeah. <laughs> but uh, we did touch on it a bit last week and, and it sounded a bit churlish but I think it's proven in one way to be true where Barcelona they will not resort to lumping it they will no. not resort to long shots they will not resort to anything different and because of their small squad and because they play in, they're used to playing in a certain way they come unstuck against a, a hugely yeah. organised defence and we've seen it happen against Inter, Inter yeah. when Inter yeah. beat them as well the thing is with Inter though you've got Walter Samuel and Lucio centre backs right that's tough but Basingua was playing centre but, 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 but they know they're never going to have a deal with a header so you can set yeah, up your yeah, team yeah. like that you know you can set up your team yeah, with true, like 12 dwarfs if you want to well, 11 I, dwarfs sorry. I, I know what you're saying but, but therefore for a team that's used to a Premier League style mm-hmm. where you've got to keep checking runners and watching and oh my yeah. goodness the, the, well, the, the, the mental concentration would be enough to just reduce you the fitness levels of Chelsea's players are among the best in the Premier yep. League though so if anyone's going to be equipped to deal with that it's them and you know they've incredibly sort of been criticised for it being like anti-football and stuff mm. like that you have to do that against Barcelona it, you what? absolutely have Doesn't to you're, down to, no other you're down to 10 men Doesn't what are you meant to do play like a 3-3-3 yeah. or something it doesn't detract from the achievement it's not at all it's almost the way Barcelona play because I saw a stat the other day the last time they had less possession than their opposition was like 2008 something like that it's, it's hundreds and hundreds of games since mm. that happened it's almost like they play a different sport and yeah. you just have to adapt to it that's right and it's, that's exactly what Chelsea did and that there's was brilliant n- there's nothing wrong with stopping a team and trying to hit them on the break which is effectively what Chelsea did mm. they didn't even mean to try and hit them on the break yeah. because they <laughs> felt like they didn't need to at the time but they ended up doing it with Torres mm. you know it was it was a, it was a in really interesting game to watch really but, was uh, um, and of course Real Madrid lost um, to Bayern just before you go on to yeah. Real Madrid though in the interest of balance well, it is worth saying that Messi hit the bar with a, with a penalty and hit the post he did yeah, and he then did. on another day that's a different game well, and they, they missed a hatful of chance in the first leg mm. as well what I was going to say um, uh, that uh, you know Chelsea are uh, they are missing a few players uh, Ivanovic being one of them <laughs> that was announced on live television yeah by Shreves by Jeff Shreves yeah my humble favourite it's almost like he enjoyed it yeah. as well <laughs> why have you got your hands down your trousers Shreves <laughs> no reason why are you turning yeah, up on Christmas day Shreves <laughs> and pulling your fake beard off in front of my children yeah. and saying something about Santa not being real take us through the story <laughs> Santa is real by the way for any yeah. kids listening yeah uh, Ivanovic of course it was the, uh, the, the post-match interview he's ecstatic after enjoying one of the greatest moments of his career and uh, Jeff Shreve says, yeah, you, you did get booked, didn't you? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that means you're out, of the, you're out of the final. You know that, don't you? Uh, <laughs> what was that he did he say that. I'm going to burn you with my cigarette. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, just you see him break. You yeah. see, he didn't know, did he? He said, he said, yeah, yeah. And then it, you, you see it dawn on him what yeah. that means. He's, I think obviously, so, the concentrating so much, he's not even thought about it, which is incredible, read, really. Like, and it was just horrible, heartbreaking to see a grown man <laughs> just have to just stand there and take all yeah. that in. Roberto, so, your parents have uh, just died. Does that put the result in? Yeah. 
perspective. You know, oh, you're, no, adop- you know you're adopted, adopted don't you? <laughs> you're adopted. I, I thought that Ivanovich looked half like he was looking at Shrewsbury going, who is this guy? Yes. <laughs> he doesn't look like a, yeah. a delegate for UEFA. How yeah. did, why is he telling me this? Yeah. He's such an arsehead. I'll, I'll yeah. see you tonight when I piss on you in your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Horrendous piece of work. Once again, he's proved himself to be. Uh, Real Madrid went out on penalties to Bayern. Um, the, the biggest surprise of the whole night for me was Philip Lahm missing a penalty. Yeah. yeah. He's a monster for that. Isn't he? You know, um, sometimes you get a word or a phrase that will stick in your head late at night and like you, it just keeps popping up and you can't sleep properly and that's part of it, right? Anyone ever get that? No. I get that sort of thing quite a okay. lot. I had this with Manuel, Neu- uh, Manuel Neuer's saves from Ronaldo and Kaká. Just couldn't stop thinking about them. Yeah, they were brilliant. so brilliant. good. They just sort of kept popping into my head. He's, he's thinking I've saved penalties from 150 million pound of talent there. Yeah. <laughs> but the difference between him and I deserve my final. Yeah. The difference between him and Casillas was just like Casillas seemed hunched when they were about to take the penalty. Yes. Neuer was just like hands up. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't get him anywhere near the middle. It looks massive. If yeah. I hit anywhere near the middle, he's saving it. Once again, it goes back to the Germans and penalties. They're the yeah, experts. <laughs> the high the highlight of that, of that game for me was Bayern scored their first goal it was Robin wasn't it, it was yes. the first goal and they were celebrated over by sort of near the corner flag and uh, you know Ribery and Robin have got this thing between them. Yeah, like really right. basically no one likes Robin no one likes Ribery <laughs> yeah. and they don't like each other right? but they're the best two players yeah. probably. So, and, then, and then Robin scores and, and they're all going to have a celebration Ribery I don't know if you watched it or saw it at the time legs it over to the celebration grabs Schweinsteiger spins him around starts having a massive go at him and the Schweinsteiger it almost says you're supposed to be my friend yeah, the Schweinsteiger yeah. almost says like in German oh, can, we, can we do this in a minute because <laughs> <laughs> we're celebrating a goal at the yeah, moment we just scored in the semi-final I don't speak German I'm not sure if he's saying that but it looks like he's saying it, and they all just <laughs> Drop back. It's just a bizarre Amazing. time to bring Unusually it up. Unusually petty from yeah. any yeah. any German. But did you say um, Puyol did that uh, similar thing uh, during a celebration in the uh, well, yeah, at the weekend? Yeah, when Barca beat Real Vallecano, I can't remember which goal it was, the fifth goal or something like that. Um, Thiago Alcantara and um, and who else was it? Uh, Dani Alves, Alves yeah. started this elaborate sort of dancing celebration. And not only was it unbefitting because it looked a little bit like it was taking the piss out of Vallecano, yeah. which is a bit poor. Yeah. And also, they've just lost the league effectively. Yeah, you shouldn't and, be celebrating. And Puyol marauded over there, grabbed them both, told yeah. them off like a school teacher. And they both, like, it was brilliant the way they did it. They both sort of looked at the floor, sort of like trotted back, <laughs> like they were saying sorry. I would know? not want a furious Puyol, Puyol running at me. Furious Puyol, good band. Yeah. <laughs> Awful cocktail. Um, uh, <laughs> of course, um, as Jim just reminded me, Pep Guardiola. Oh yeah. Mm, yeah What a week for news It's been We forgot yeah, about that It really has Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the ramble Two hour special <laughs> Well it almost taps Into what we were saying earlier About creating a legacy uh, And a, con- a continuity thing Exactly As, as management And, and Villanova's going to take over now And Villanova's yeah. only been there As long as Guardiola has Again yeah. Young is, man as well You know this is what we, we would love to see in, in England The next guy that comes in It's already set up for mm. him yeah. I want to see that um, the, the lady on the Chelsea bench um, Take over From Chelsea From Di Matteo <laughs> Is that because you're a bloody bloke Jim? Yeah because yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a lad and I enjoy like banter to, and like, like get reading it, yeah, nuts and, and things. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. But I mean, it's, I mean, it's interesting what Guardiola said, and, and he, he's always been very pointedly only signed one-year contracts. That's right. And he yeah. said, I remember him saying it at the start of, the, of his tenure, actually, saying that you know he only sees it as a three or four-year job because the pressure is so intense. Yeah. Well, he's it's, reiterated that now because he said it's for that exact reason. He's losing his hair. He's like, so he's clearly he's aged a hell of a lot. I know yes. he's a smooth-looking man anyway, so you don't yeah. really notice it so much. But he really, really has clearly the, the, those lines in his head are not going anywhere. Wasn't no. he sort of saying that it was, you know, there's only so many times you can tell the same players the same things? Well, that's right. I think, you know, he's won everything. Mm. Everything. I also, apparently, he also said that he listened to our profile of Bella Gutman and he was like, three, four years, that's yeah. it. Yeah, it's Move too on. Many. Well, I mean, you look, you look at Ferguson and Wenger and. 
they're pretty you know there's not many like them anywhere around the world but you know, you'd argue you don't that get there's that more that turnover many. with those squads though as well though but to, the, to the, what Barcelona yeah, for, for, no, is the, the master the, the, point, the point is that you know uh, uh, those two are just weird they're anomalies you know it is an incredibly high pressure I think situation. there's more to it than that I think the Ferguson the key difference between Ferguson and Guardiola is that Ferguson grew with the club hmm. whereas Guardiola came and they were already at a very high level yeah. under Rijkaard well people forget Rijkaard's influence yeah huge so, in, the, in the recent history of Barcelona so it'll be um yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how Villanova does, but I mean, Guardiola seems to think that you know that everything's in place for him to carry on as as they were really. Mm. But he's got a big job on his hands, Villanova. I mean, they're, they're, gonna, they're not going to win the title this season. Yeah. Mourinho's probably going to stay at Madrid, he reckons now, because he'll want to have a go at winning. And the look at the monster that Mourinho has you know given birth to in trying to compete with <laughs> what Barcelona in, have become. It's interesting because a lot of Spanish journalists have said that since Mourinho took over and really turned the screw on Barcelona mm. and. It, it upped the pressure on Guardiola and he was becoming a lot different in press conferences he mm. was like being quite snappy and sarcastic yeah. and he mm. even swore a few times which he never used that's to do that's right that's right and it really took but his Mourinho, toll Mourinho he just does that doesn't he, he? knows how mm. to do that he basically drags them down to their level and I think yeah. Guardiola probably thought I'm just I'm just on the brink of that now he'll be back now he'll be back not not now but he'll be back at some point was it, wasn't yeah. that um, wasn't uh, Balaguer sort of uh, on Sky Sports going uh, oh, yeah. uh, and, and he was asked uh, so what are the uh, the rest of the um, Spanish press saying about uh, Pep yeah. Guardiola leaving Barcelona he goes I don't know I'm breaking the story so yeah. <laughs> so good, <laughs> so, so, good. so up yours <laughs> <laughs> yeah was it it's funny how like a load of a load of like <laughs> first of all a load of like hacks in this country said I don't know what the big fuss is about and it's like the biggest club in the world at the moment yeah. you know? I don't know what the and big the second thing is, oh pressure pressure oh, I'm sure his bank balance sorts the pressure out well it doesn't actually it's yeah. a completely separate thing what are you yeah. talking about oh, yeah. I can't stand that it's so short sighted isn't it yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we wish him all the best hopefully he'll be back in England because he's a big fan of English football so mm. hopefully he'll come and manage in the Premier League great. I yeah. think he's going to take a season off isn't he well, I don't think I he's think said he really it's going to be uh, yeah. oh, God, yeah. <laughs> incredible um, and we've also got to uh, uh, quickly say um, Athletic Bilbao into the uh, Europa League final against mm. um, Atletico Madrid it's hard to fit everything in these days. It really it? is. Yeah. But it was business end. Yeah. An all Spanish final. We thought it was going to be two all Spanish finals, but mm. uh, the boys in Chelsea blue. ruined it. Well, didn't, yeah. they? didn't they? Just uh, right. Let's go to Serie A, uh, where Antonio Cassano scored his first <sighs> goal since coming back. Magical. Um, Ibra looks like a new man as well. Ibra. Not that Ibra's been underperformed, but he, he seems to really play well with Cassano. He likes playing with him as yeah. well. They've, yeah. they've missed a little bit of bite up. They're front, probably from really. the same planet. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. He, he is, uh, yeah. Goal and two assists, Cassano. I mean, hopefully, he can get into the Italian squad for the Euros. That'd be absolutely. Nostrino's goal was incredible. Yeah. It's oh, so good. good. He twisted everyone all over the place. Mm. Ran from deep engine room. Yeah. Uh, Juve won four 0 though, um, and they have. Uh, there's only a few games left of Serie A. Juve have got a fairly straightforward run in Milan. Still have to play Inter, so it's looking like. It could well be Juve's Scudetto, but you mm. never know. The first time in like 300 years that Zlatan hasn't won the league, he's played in. I think yeah. so, 301. Yeah. Um, also, while we're in Italy, uh, Fabio Capello has said he wants to coach for another couple of years. He said, uh, I love London. I, pr I prefer to coach in the Premier League. I would only return to Italy for something really tasty. Mm, that means I would like to manage Chelsea, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> did, <you s> <laughs> did you see the um, Udinese Lazio game? Yeah. Oh, at the <laughs> end. Uh, I, I mean, for those listeners who didn't see it. You see, didn't um, Din Din Natale's goal before you got another? That was a great yeah. goal. Yeah. Great spurt and volley. Yeah, yeah. On, on this side, Di and Cassano up front for Italy. <laughs> <laughs> God, that is that is a polar opposite. Um, <laughs> Di Natale, right? Considering not that many people who don't really la pay attention to Italian football, he's not a player whose name transcends Italian football. That's right. Right. 160 goals in eight seasons at Udinese. Get off that! <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, he's got to be out there. But anyway, the Udinese Lazio game. Udinese were one up, as Pete said, Di Natale scored. And um, the, the Lazio keeper went up to try and get a last minute equaliser for a corner for Lazio. Mm. Um, and it broke down. <laughs> the, ball, the ball sort of was cleared. And Udinese player ran down the line, and when he got over the halfway line with it, you can hear it on the channel. This whistle goes, yeah, right? like, like a full time whistle. Yeah, but you think mm. it's over, but the, the, the uh, and the Lazio players will stop. The Udinese guy carries on, nipsy, and scores into an open a net. Finish, and the referee it counts it outside of the right foot. Yeah. I don't know. He squeezed it, but like yeah. he still had a lot to do. To be fair, but yeah, it was it was it's, ridiculous. It was mad. And there's but a it, massive it, dust up at the end. But it was goal like, stands two 0 But the thing is, though, it was goal um, difference for Lazio really counts as well, because they're all on level on points. Well, they race. For the um, third Champions League spot, yeah. Aren't they? But yeah, that's they weren't happy. There's, a, fa- there's a phantom whistle at Newcastle that uh, chips in every now and again. <laughs> is it? Is it you? <laughs> Surely they must be able to dig him out unless he moves every. Well, sort. if it annoys your own fans, you, you'd sort of go, "Well, you clearly did that." Yeah, exactly. Mm. Unless you're throwing your whistles. <laughs> yeah. Ah, that could be hey. a thistle yeah. whistles. Could be a Roger Whittaker. Uh, indeed. Uh, oh, now uh, in France, they uh, they had the French Cup and Lyon beat uh, third division side Cavilli one nil. Unfortunately, it's a crap crap goal to see. Yeah, the yeah. keeper. The keeper let himself down. Nah, I'm gonna get this. I gotta be the hero now. Ah, it's such a shame yeah. Such a shame But don't worry The French Cup will be back And no doubt There'll <laughs> yeah. be a, an under 16 side in the there, there are, I'm not exaggerating here There are about 74 rounds Of that cup It's great It really It's is. like 7,000 teams I know we say it a lot But it is amazing Next season's already started Yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> um, It's Lyon's first trophy In four years I think yeah. Which is really surprising mm. Uh, right now, recently it was uh, St George's Day, as um, maybe a few of you might know. It wasn't just uh, St George's Day in England, uh, because uh, the patron saint St George um, is also a patron saint of a number of countries. In case you don't know, uh, just to name some: Georgia, Egypt, Bulgaria, Catalonia, Ethiopia, Greece, India, Iraq, Lithuania, Palestine, Portugal, Serbia, Ukraine, and Russia. So it's it gets around a bit. It's not just uh, you know, Mister England, not old Saint George. Yeah, I missed one out though. Because Romania also celebrates St George's Day. Guess who was celebrating it? <laughs> Gigi Bacali, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I love these bits. Um, and he said, uh, he, he was quoted as saying, I'm glad God made me so loving. My ability to love is just like Messi's talent. I was born like this, full of love for all. I only ask one thing of St George, that he gives me strength to inspire a win against Rapid. Please, let me beat those gypsies. <laughs> <laughs> So he doesn't love them then yeah. Absolutely incredible Yeah so uh, Rapid Bucharest and Stoyer um, I think that's th- this week So uh, hopefully he got his wish Well no yeah. actually I'll probably want Rapid to win after that <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, um, th- That's one of my pet hits The whole idea that You know th- How amazing St George is Because if you think about it right, Look St Andrew Feared by Roman government Executed in Greece You know pretty big deal St Patrick Son of a Roman British army officer Sold into slavery when he was young Reportedly Killed all the snakes in Ireland St David Helped bring Christianity to Wales St George I killed a big dragon Stabbed him right in the face. <laughs> Did, didn't happen. Didn't happen, Saint John. So don't worry about it. Just say, just say you killed an animal that actually exists. Then more people will believe <laughs> yeah, exactly. you. I killed a big yeah, but horse. at the same time, he's, <laughs> he's probably looking around, going, "Well, did you see any dragons? No. Killed them all, didn't they? <laughs> They're I? all right. dead. Yeah, stabbed them right in the head. And now it's time for going for gold. Going for going for gold. Gold. Get your clues. Would you like your clues? Nakata last week. That haunts me. <laughs> Yeah, it was out of left field. Haunts me because I really like the Carter as well. Surprising amount of. Uh, it was on the cover of FIFA once, as I recall. Yeah. yeah. Oh, makes, oh, it, even, makes it even worse. Do you know it was on the cover of FIFA in um, in Italy? Patsini doing the Pazzo. <laughs> the mad Pazzo eyes. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Easy. Right then. Stop. Right. Pazzini. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's, uh, it's a little bit earlier than the Premier League, if you uh, would uh, allow me, gentlemen. So. Uh, Played in England, so don't not, worry. I'm not sure what skull not to make of this. So yeah. it's a little bit earlier than the Premier League? Yeah, he never played in the Premier League. Okay, that's first clue. Yeah. 
I never played in the Premier League. Stop. Pete Donaldson. <laughs> Stop. Pete Thank you. On my birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Tim Lovejoy. <laughs> Tim, Tim old twit pick Lovejoy, no. Uh, well, he, he pretty much practically did because all his mates are Premier League footballers. Oh, is that and right? And if they're not, how come they are? Okay. <laughs> right. First clue. Uh, I won the Golden Boot with 25 goals in my second season in England. <clears throat> no, I'm not. No. <laughs> Good. Stop. Go on, Jim. Gary Lineker. No. The next year, I won PFA Young Player of Stop. the Year. Andy Gray. Ah! <laughs> I knew it was Gray. I nearly said Gray. I thought he's trying to, he's trying to do us here. What do you mean? At one by five million, I was the English record transfer. I spent six months under David Pleat as a reserve team coach. Slow uh, driver. <laughs> slow driver. <laughs> I won twenty caps for my country with seven goal, uh, goals. I wasn't selected for the nineteen seventy eight World Cup squad. My middle name is Mullen, and I ended my career at Cheltenham Town. Andy in disgrace Gray. I think <laughs> yeah. oh, you give the clues and I thought I'm answering <laughs> and he has and I'm dead and I got it right and I know I'm dead and, and I hate seeing that <laughs> top draw thank you for uh, for your email lady let's have an email dude. yeah okay um, ramblers just thought I would drop you an electronic lol as I recently met another rambler under unusual circumstances. I'm a teacher in the northeast and recently left work to see one of my year 10 students getting ready for a football game against a nearby school. I called out to him, how are you feeling about tonight then? And he replied with an instantly recognisable, sir, we're going to stuff this gypsy back up its mother. <laughs> Recognising um, this as a Gigi Bacali quote, I laughed and asked him where he'd heard the phrase before we realised we were ramblers in common. Now, he will often fire out famous and memorable, memorable quotes from the show when I see him around the corridors and the lols flow freely. I just hope he doesn't leave a lesson one day by saying, go fuck yourself, yeah. as this would not be smiled upon in school, regardless of how funny I might find it. That is from Paul Staverley. Thank you, Paul and uh, young man. Watch your language in the future. Bridging the teacher... Pupil divide. I'm not sure how I feel about children seeing the word gypsy, but uh, no. never mind. Well, take it up with Gigi, mate. Yeah. Mm. Got an email for you guys. Hello, you <laughs> ramblers, says Nigel Cousins. Uh, just looking at the games today and discovered that in the Sawman Cup, the Finnish National Cup competition, there is a match between Atlantis and FC Jazz. Lovely. Wow, so Atlantis is in Finland, turns out. That sounds amazing. <laughs> well, Roy, big Roy would know about, all about that. Yeah, yeah we indeed. Did you see the young lad in uh, Finland recently? I forget his name, Joel something. Oh, 17 year old Hattrick or something. Three. Uh, th- yeah, perfect the perfect hat trick yeah. in like three and a half minutes. He was on Get trial on, wow. at, t- on trial at Liverpool, wasn't he? He was earlier on in the year. Too cheap, clearly. <laughs> Getting back. <laughs> Liverpool yeah. just signed Rasmus Elms, Swedish midfield player as well. What a name, David yeah. Elms' uh, brother. It is for Fulham. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. eight million pounds. I think. Good. And now it's time for a profile. That means it's profile time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, who have we got this week? We've got a man who goes by the name of Archibald Gemmel. Oh, Scott Gemmel, you say? Oh, <laughs> welcome into the Deep Windows Hall of Fame, Scott Gemmel. Tell me where you're getting in there, Scott. <laughs> Long time it's, coming. It's Scott with one T as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, is it? A semblance of your DNA will be in the Deep Windows Hall of Fame, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> it's Archie Gemmel. Good people. Um, stocky, Marcus. Short and stocky. Train spotting's Archie Gemmel. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even felt this good since Gemmel scored in 78 or something. Set in Scotland, train spotting everyone. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty. He was born on the 24th of March 1947. Oh, 20 years before the summer of love. Easy one, bruv. Them Sm- summers of love. <laughs> Smashed the sperm race. Smashed it to bits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, arguably scored the greatest ever goal for the Scotland national team. 
And are we going to talk and, about and, it now? Or and this all no, and no, there's no, been no, a few. Are we basically... <laughs> <laughs> James McFadden against France. Mm, there have literally been a few. <laughs> um, uh, should we, are we just putting this goal in? Stop it. Stop <laughs> it all here. <laughs> you, 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 you vagabonds. Uh, he did achieve uh, a hell of a lot more uh, than that. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's one of the things that dwarfs um, his other achievements yeah, to certain extent really because does. it was so much. Which were actually it? really good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Double league winner, was he? Yeah. Mm. Well, we'll come on to that. Oh, um, yeah. uh, a fiery little Scotsman. Yes. Um, uh, evident from an, uh, an early age. A superb engine. Uh, mm. Apparently, when he was a, when he was a boy, uh, someone took his football off him and he shot them with an air rifle. Actually, <laughs> wow. Cole, eh? way ahead of his time. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> um, uh, so, when he was um, uh, in his teens, uh, he had interest from the old firm clubs but despite this he signed for his local team St Mirren at just 16 years old and uh, in his first season with the senior side at the age of 17 he won the player of the year award incredible achievement uh, the fir- following season though he was played uh, by injuries which is a bit of a shame oh yeah uh, but he does boast an odd uh, little bit of trivia uh, because in 1966 he became the first official substitute used in Scottish football Was it? Is it not yeah. is it not more defined than that isn't it the most the first substitute used for tactical, tactical yeah. reasons because I think there were oh, people replaced right? for injuries before that but it's the first yeah. time it happened for a tactical right, reason right okay yeah 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 right, we need a small Scotsman yeah. <laughs> one for the beards yeah. <laughs> oh he is Gimble Michael Cox will love that yeah, yeah. probably probably get a blue plaque for that yeah could do mm. <laughs> uh, he finished <laughs> I think this is correct finished the season uh, as St Mirren's top goal scorer with five they were of course relegated <laughs> um, uh, he, uh, <laughs> he signed uh, he signed for Preston uh, North End um, and this was his first taste of English football and uh, he, he did pretty well there playing in the old second division uh, Preston didn't fare too well and uh, at the end of his time at Preston North End they were relegated as well so it wasn't his clubs he was playing for weren't having the best of times but while he was playing at Preston a certain Peter Taylor Brian Clough's right hand man assistant at Derby at the time noticed the young Scott and was impressed Gemmell uh, he was a great passer of the ball very energetic uh, tireless uh, midfield brought a lot of energy and was very very tough mm. um, couldn't knock him off the ball no absolutely that, that brilliant sort of low centre of gravity that yeah. often mm. players of that size have well, at Derby, there's a goal he scored. Um, I think it was at Derby. Might, no, actually, might not have been. Might have been at Forest, which you'll come on to. So yeah. I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay, go on. Um, uh, dry. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, Everton were the champions at the time when when Gemmell, uh, when he was leaving Preston North End, showed a bit of interest. And when Brian Clough heard this, obviously Peter Taylor was famous for picking out players. Mm. And Clough trusted him um, mm. inexplicably. And they went and signed him without even asking the chairman. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, not Clough. inexplicably, implicitly. Implicitly, <laughs> forgive yeah. me. Yes, I can't right. believe. This, Peter. What happened to him? Yeah. I can't believe I trust you again. Is it? It's inexplicable. <laughs> oh. I've inexplicably won the league. <laughs> Thank goodness you're all here. Otherwise, I'd be very lonely. Um, uh, so, Clough heard about uh, Everton's interest. I love this story. Yeah, and so he drove to Preston and uh, met uh, Gemmell. Well, he said met him. He went round his house um, <laughs> and expressed his uh, desire to sign him. But we, Archie Gemmell, said no to Clough. So Clough said, "Right, I'm gonna. I don't care. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sleep outside your house in my car until you say you've got a sign." And uh, Gemmell's wife said, "No, you can't do that. Ridiculous. Come in and stay. Stay." In. And so uh, the following morning, Gemmell agreed over breakfast to sign for for Derby County. Do you reckon as soon as his wife come, said, "Come in and stay," Clough was like. 
I've got her. Yeah, yeah. Laurie <laughs> 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 Muldoon in Jurassic Park. When you hear when you hear stories about Clough wanting something, you just need to just stop the story there and go. Just give him what he wants. It's yeah, just, yeah. he's like the black gas in Lost or Death. Like there's no giving in. No. As, 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 if he's got his hand on you, get over with. You're gone. Yeah, you're yeah. gone. Just accept it. <laughs> I want you're part of man. something bigger now. Yeah. These yeah. are good eggs, Mrs. Gemmell. <laughs> yeah. I'm enjoying my breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Make a good egg, you do. Right, uh, you began... Um, Notable eggs. Life, uh, enough of that. Uh, life at Derby <laughs> in 1970. Didn't, have to, didn't wait too long before he won the league there. Um, in 1971-72 in, in uh, season, I think it was. Um, that was when they went to Mallorca on holiday, uh, before the league was even won. And I think it was a telephone call. Yeah, you won the league, brilliant, and off they went to party. The first time he ever tasted alcohol, incidentally. Hmm. He was a <laughs> Not the last, playing for Clough. Wow. <laughs> Actually, there's a story about um, Clough used to always get his players to relax before games. And he would, he would if they stayed in hotels before big games, he would go and go to the bar and order, whatever it was, 20 beers. Yeah. I think one time he ordered a load of bottles of champagne and, and he went as far as to even the players who had already gone to bed in their hotel room mm. he, th- he thought he knew in his head they're never going to sleep because they're so nervous so he went and got them all up systematically said look you're not asleep you know you're not asleep come down you're not in trouble have a glass of champagne let's have a relax mm. and, and he said that Gemmell Gemmell was famously not that much of a drinker up until a point I don't know I don't know about him later mm. in life but and he said that he, he would he'd always have a glass or two of champagne and it worked you know it worked I don't, I don't know if it worked now it was a different game um, uh, and he, in 1971 <laughs> he got his first of 43 uh, Scotland caps uh, they won the league again at Derby in 74-75 by this time um, Clough had gone I think Tommy Doherty was boss and Doherty and Gemmell never saw eye to eye uh, I think <laughs> Physically Well Because <laughs> Gemmell was tiny <laughs> Well uh, Doherty um, Had made Gemmell the scapegoat For a defeat by England Once upon a time When he was um, Playing for oh, Scotland I think Gemmell wanted to play for Clough again Didn't he as well yeah, There was that as well But but uh, with the Scotland business You know Because he was made the scapegoat It led to Gemmell not Going three years Without playing for Scotland And he missed on, Out on the 1974 World Cup As a result mm. Gemmell was very bitter about that As Their you can loss. imagine <laughs> Yeah it yeah, really massively. was um, Yeah so I, I'm not too sure Of the ins and outs But um, um, yeah, Gemmell given a bit of um, hard treatment there. Uh, he was sold to Forest, where he was, of course, reunited with um, Brian Clough, and he was instrumental in that great Forest side of the late seventies, winning the league and, and, and league cups. But he suffered the biggest disappointment, I'd imagine, of his career um, when Brian Clough left him out of the nineteen seventy nine European Cup final, starting eleven. And I think because of the way the rules were back then, it means he doesn't uh, he doesn't have a medal. No, he did get a medal. Oh, he got one in the end. He was on the bench um, but that season. So that season or the season before, he scored an amazing goal against Arsenal. Right. Where, uh, Arsenal are on the attack. Sorry, Jim. Uh, I, th- I think he. I'll tell you, what, is it? I think he might, might be Pat Rice. He robs uh, it, just outside the Forest area, and he and he and he nicks a ball off him, gives it, and he absolutely bombs it. Yeah, like, oh, that was his trademark. You, just wasn't see him, you know, the camera's obviously moving left to right, and he's just going miles faster than the camera. <laughs> comes with the shot, disappears out of shot again. <laughs> yeah, 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 and he's yeah. on the end of it and scores. You can't believe what's happened. The director <laughs> in the gallery is desperately trying to keep up. It's also like funny. A football be- game on the spectrum. Where <laughs> yeah. There's no scrolling. It just went off the screen, and then you appeared on the left side of the other screen. <laughs> but the best thing about it is now when you see players do that, you think, oh, they're athletes. He was like balding. Yeah. Yeah. Socks rolled down, <laughs> yeah. massive clumpy football boots, still yeah. just completely legging it. Oh, he's fierce on champagne. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but he's a, a glorious player from those days, you know, mm-hmm. very iconic looking um, from them. Um, but yeah, so back to the, the European Cup final disappointment. Um, 
he picked up an injury um, a little a few weeks previous um, to the final itself and Clafford said you know you'll only get in the team if you're fit now 10 days prior to the final he was back in full training and on the day of the final before they, they, um, they left for the stadium Clough announced the team and when Gemmell realised he wasn't starting he shouted in front of all the players you know you must be joking he told me if I was, if I was fit I'd be playing and I am and Clough just turned around and went shut up you're out and he was absolutely gutted as you could imagine mm. and he said Clough even humiliated him in front of everybody by asking as they were just about to get on the bus he went oh uh, Archie can you go and fetch my uh, shaving gear from my room I've left it up there it's really odd that, yeah that is weird yeah and then so by the time Gimmel went and got it and came back downstairs everyone was on the bus and, and as he got on the bus you know Clough booms out oh welcome aboard Archie I believe you've got my shaving stuff and all this And well it's, just a, clear, it's a clear alpha male doesn't yeah. want yeah. people to change authority so he, 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 he sort of stamps it mm. but, in, but incredibly you know, I'm not saying that's right I'm just saying that's how he did it I remember it. reading that he Hated the final. Yeah, he did. Really he didn't enjoy it. Didn't sort of. Oh, you would though, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Surely you'd be happy for your teammates, but I don't think he saw it. <laughs> I like think that. some players are different, aren't they? I mean, uh, if you've yeah. strived every sinew of your body as a yeah. professional athlete, it, it, to I me think Gemma was so one of different. Those... If you were injured, but if you've been actively dropped th- in I such think... a because Gemma would have been, well, Gemma would also have been part of the team at Derby that was effectively cheated out of the semi-final of the European well, Cup for a corrupt referee. Yeah, he was in that. So he's already had European Cup sort of disappointment. Yeah. Um, but the late 70s weren't all bad for Gemmel uh, the year before that European Cup disappointment I mean, he went to the 1978 World Cup finals in Argentina with a very strong Scotland team headed up by the hype machine that was Ali McLeod yeah. <laughs> uh, the Scots got off to a bad start losing to Peru Tiafio, um, Tiafio Cabeas Cabeas uh, mm. three one, didn't they Windows pulled them to pieces really. yeah yeah did. then they drew with uh, Iran they needed to beat that brilliant Dutch side by three goals to go through to the second round and for a brief moment it, and it was a brief moment they were three one up they, might just, they, they were, like they they were the best team it. in the world weren't they at that time pretty much Holland <laughs> certainly <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Dalgleish and Gemmell himself put the Scots 2-1 up before Archie uh, Gemmell put himself into the hearts of every Scotsman with a superb solo goal mm. where, he, where he did about three or four Dutchmen and, and coolly finished still had it all to do in front of the keeper and he just opens up his Lift body it. and lifts yeah. it with his left foot it's, it's, the it's oh. absolutely delightful isn't it <laughs> yeah. and I, I love the he does the first match he just slips it under him mm. he, just, he slips himself in yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. he's absolutely glorious but unfortunately for Scotland a few minutes later Johnny Rep ran up the other end and uh, smashed one in from about 25 yards yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. I think Johnny Rep was one of the players he beat in that slalom run as well so. it might well have been mm. um, actually didn't it go in off Gemmell as well did it? What? Johnny Rep got. I don't think. I don't, did it take a deflection? I thought, sort of, I thought he was involved in that goal in some way. Oh, well. I didn't think it was. It looks like a pretty clean strike. Oh, it's his profile, so we're going to say no. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that is the moment that Gemmel will be most I mean, fondly remembered by. In, and that's the moment there was a second group phase anyway, and the, and the second group phase after that was an absolute pig, so Scotland, you wouldn't have got through it anyway. <laughs> so that um, uh, back in England he joined Birmingham City after Forest um, didn't enjoy his time there as much uh, as his uh, previous club um, and then in 1982 he went to the North American Soccer League otherwise known as Nazzle Nazzle indeed and uh, he played for the magnificently named Jacksonville T-Men <laughs> um, after which he had a short spell at Wigan because he was teetotal yeah go well we Jimbo yeah. um, uh, after that short spell at it's Wigan it's about the Boston Teapot you <laughs> freaking know that <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he finished his career at Derby County becoming Peter Taylor's first signing for the club unfortunately though uh, his career ended as Derby were relegated to the old third division in, in 1984 so he suffered a few relegations in his, in his time but he did suffer uh, suffer 
fact that he did win a few titles as well uh, in, in an incredible uh, career he went back to Forest shortly after that to coach alongside Brian Clough and the two were great friends until Clough's death which is incredible really <laughs> considering the two big egos you know yeah. the two big personalities Gem was obviously a good bloke well, not, not by, be bygones yeah well I, he's breathtaking really you wouldn't imagine Clough would have a lot of friends he's that type of no guy. but I think with Clough to a certain extent and we've touched on this before because we've profiled him and we've talked about him at length I think it's one of those things where if you're successful the end justifies the means the methods yeah. are the methods but yeah they're proven to be I mean he won back to back European Cup yeah. so yeah, you he can't argue he wasn't that, Archie Gemmell's personal coach you know, he, no yeah, he was, he's the he team's was, coach yeah. exactly yeah. yeah but he dug him out in front of everybody so much but he won the but European Cup yeah so you know I'm not saying he wouldn't have won it if he had yeah. he not done yeah, it yeah I don't think those yeah. two things are related no but you know what I mean though people are much less likely to question your methods if yeah, they're yeah, successful yeah. Sure, that's sure, what I'm sure. saying um, and then uh, Gemmell did uh, coach Rotherham for a couple of seasons and he was Scotland under 19 manager later on in 2005 to 2009 guiding his team to the final of the uh, under 19 European Championships only lost out to Spain 2-1 in the final um, he hadn't lost his uh, fiery temp- uh, temper years on you'll be pleased to know ladies and gentlemen in 2006 he was supposed to be acting as an ambassador for White and McKay uh, sponsors of the SFA and he was paraded in front of um, that's a whiskey right yeah, it is yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was paraded in front of uh, the press pack um, due to one thing or another he went mad at reporters calling them a shower of effing seas <laughs> Wow. <laughs> in 2006 yeah. I knew uh, we should have let him sample the product It's <laughs> <laughs> a bad idea oh, indeed um, <laughs> but uh, uh, Scotland great not just for that goal against Holland but uh, a superb <laughs> career too um, uh, Archie Gemmell you yeah. know, into hey. the Dean Wendat Hall of Fame <laughs> absolutely Oh, you shower of Evans. <laughs> right, bring Pat Nevin in. Yeah. He's doing it. Can you not get Pat? Is Pat Nevin available at all? Because <laughs> this is a disaster. Brick last for Nevin. Yeah. That goal was 30 odd years ago. <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com, Jim. Yes, it is. There's all kinds of fun over there. There's blogs, there's the forum there's everything you could need pixels there's a, there's a new video there's a new video with you in it of me on my uh, Milan adventure I did a little adventure with Lawrence didn't you yeah to that's the, right to the San Siro to the San Siro um, have a look at that ladies and gentlemen just as a reminder on the old website we're launching a new website in June Ooh. so we're still looking for contributors there's a big I suppose a big shortlist if you will but we can still have a look at other people so show at thefootballramble.com or look at thefootballramble.com actually because I'll look at them anyway yeah, so you look send your potential contributions in to there mm. also as well uh, worth remembering um, the Monday 7th of May there's a gig at the Comedy Store it is in, uh, in aid of balls to homelessness it features myself Alan Davies uh, massive guest we can't say um, loads of other people Jack Whitehall Sean Walsh it's, it's going to be excellent so come down 7th of May Comedy Store tickets are £15 I think um, so go to the Comedy Store for a good cause yes Indeed. That's Jim. about it, isn't it? It's about it. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Goodbye. Say hey. hey. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. And say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. See you later, you c. Marcus. Oh, oh Jesus. Just a couple of seasons. Scotland leading a miracle here. This is Archie Gemmell twisting and turning. Lovely control with that left foot from Archie Gemmell. One of the best individual goals we've seen here in Argentina. No, 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 I don't know. I think we. Oh, Give me some more. Football uh, squad. Give, Give me some more. <laughs>
I'll be the street kid that can't your mother want to freak with but all you people don't know how to keep a secret when they get how a girl, do you know, you know all these rap lyrics Buster Rhymes isn't it? it yeah you that's said not, Buster Rhymes didn't it but it doesn't mean that's not an answer marketing coordinator for Buster Rhymes at Polydor Records in 2005 so, so you had to learn all of his lyrics require. I didn't have to but I take my job seriously give me some more your niggas want the wild shit give me some more your slip with a weed at give me some more I know your niggas need that give me some more even though we getting money you can give me some more with the cars and the big crib give me some more everybody spread love give me some more if you want it let me hear you say it give me some more Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 